So, hello everyone, and welcome to episode number five of Conversations in Momentum, brought to you by the team at Momentum Transport Consultancy. I'm Joe Tang. And I'm Mayne's Garden, and I've got a bit of a cold today. Sorry for that, everyone. But today, we are celebrating a very, very special milestone, the 10 years of Momentum. And for those of us who've been at Momentum for a while, um, it's hard to believe that actually the company is 10 years old today. Time is definitely flown by. So to mark this special occasion, we're going to be speaking to one of Momentum's directors who's been here since the very beginning. Uh, we're giving a big warm welcome to David Hart today. We'll be picking his brains on what's changed Momentum over the 10-year life and also what's changed in the transport consultancy and the wider world as a whole over the past 10 years. So really looking forward to a really interesting discussion today. Uh, David is one of Momentum's founding directors, and he has a wealth of experience on commercial, residential and retail development projects. He's led projects on Nova Victoria, 21 Moorfields and Cundy Street Quarter in London, and relishes solving the most challenging transportation problems to provide a high quality space for people to enjoy. And if that wasn't enough, um, there's something I wanted to add on David's intro and bio. Actually, he's been a real champion and advocate for women in the industry. It's... It's very well known, I think, that um, women are underrepresented in the transport industry, particularly at senior level. And David has been a mentor with, with women in transport since 2018. And in 2020, he's actually, uh, he actually won an award as male uh, agent of change in the Every Woman Transport and Logistics Awards. Um, and I think that's all of us recognising the impact that you've had on, on so many people um, across the board, and not just at Momentum, but across the entire industry. Um, I've personally learned so much um, working with David, so um, I really wanted to add that in. Thank you. That's really good to hear. I absolutely, uh, absolutely concur with that, Melis. Um So welcome, David. We're delighted to have you with us today. Um, hi, Maylise. Hi, Joe. Um, thank you very much for having me, and uh, thank you so much for those very, very generous words. <laughs> no worries at all. Um, so, to kick us off, David, it's become a bit of a tradition on our podcast that we start off by asking our guests to share a memorable story uh, or experience from their time in transportation. Um, so, let's ease you in with, with that. Have you got an interesting story you'd like to share with us? Yeah, I think it probably it hops back to pre-momentum days, and um, and and it and it it could only be related to one project. Um, it is related to Nova at Victoria, um, a project we've been working on for seventeen and a half years now. Um, but it was back in the early days, and our client um, had arranged a meeting to um, to present some important stakeholders, and and very very much wanted um, actually wanted Roy Roy McGowan to be there, and 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 Roy Roy couldn't make the meeting. Um, so I I, I I stepped in and uh, and, and nervously uh, led the presentation and um, to, to um, a few um, public stakeholders um, in the presence of the architects um, TFL and, and our client. And at the end of it all, it all wrapped up, and I kind of walked out the street and thought, yeah, I think that went that went quite well. And I sort of had a bit of a skip on my step, but didn't really think too much else of it. And then um, later on in the afternoon, I got a call from the reception, and and a, and a bottle of champagne had arrived um, in reception from our client, and um, and they 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 wrote a letter to um, senior people in the business, uh, just sort of saying that that, that um, 
I, I, I'd done well, and uh, I was kind of I was quite quite um, surprised by 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 the magnitude of the of the thanks I got in that on that occasion, and uh, I think that that will always stick with me as a, an interesting one. That's wonderful. I think this is something we should we should do again. Clearly, I mean, rewarding people with uh, with with gifts like this that sounds great. <laughs> so we've got quite a bit to talk about as we're trying to squeeze in 10 years in our podcast today. Um, so let's start big uh, and let's start with a two-part question coming your way, David. So um, first, we'd like to ask you what you think has been the biggest change in transport over the past 10 years. And the second question, which, which leads on from that, is what's the biggest change that should have happened, in your opinion, that hasn't? Lovely question. Thank you very much. Um, no, very, very happy with that. Um, I, I think in in the past ten years, I think it's um, it feels very much um, finally there's a real real realization um, that um, cars are not the priority on city streets, and that that people and pedestrians and the softer modes are. Um, and it's it's really good to see that starting to come through in a much much stronger way it's still got a way to go and could be better um i think sustainability started to to um to heighten that but um also it's really just sort of city densities and there's got to be a realization that um not everyone can have a car in a city with the, the densities that we're looking at so um yeah very pleased to to see that starting to come through and starting to get some recognition but yet you know we are still pushed extremely hard when you want to push on with a um with a sustainable scheme and and looking to deliver um transfer of space from um from vehicles to to people and leading on from that on the second part of the question what what should what what should have happened but hasn't um well it's kind of something that did happen but i think the effect of it has been lost and that's the congestion charge um the congestion charge came in in um in the early 2000s and it did change things quite a bit and it had quite a positive impact in terms of reducing traffic volumes in in the center of london um, but it's become normalised and, and really doesn't have any um, real effect anymore. And also with it being a zonal charge, there's one part of it where if you've paid the charge to drive in, in the congestion charging zone, there's almost a, a, a logic to maximising the miles that you do in that zone once you've paid the charge. Um, some some kind of perverse logic there, which I, which I, I don't really like. So I think the thing that should have happened really is that, that, that we need or we um, is a is a big overhaul on the congestion charging scheme. Um, it needs to relate to every inch that anyone drives in a in a city, um, and I think it kind of needs to find a way of figuring car occupancies, the cleanliness of a vehicle, um, and and need as well, because there are there are still some people that do very much rely on personal transport, such as a car. Um, and um, I, I certainly think that um, any revamp to congestion charge shouldn't penalise those people. No, that's, that's a really, uh, really interesting viewpoint. And I guess quite topical, given that it did have a, a bit of an overhaul recently, but obviously nothing like um, sort of the changes you're, you're talking about there. No, I mean, it's still, you know, a, a zonal system. And, mm. um, and, you know, I think I think it does need a comprehensive revamp. Yeah, absolutely. Um, looking back on the the last ten years of momentum for yourself, then you've 
worked on obviously hundreds of different projects with a huge amount of variety, um, spanning from you know major projects across different markets and industries and countries. Uh, I was wondering if you had a particular one or, or even a couple that are the most satisfying ones that you've worked on in your time with Momentum. Yeah, um, probably probably some are, are more recent. Um, there there are certainly aspects of Nova that I could talk about, but I but I won't um, at the moment. Um, but I, I think um, there's 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 one particular project where we developed quite a detailed consolidation strategy um, to um, to to drive down the number of delivery vehicles coming to the building. Um, and it was a really, really interesting exercise where we we looked in quite forensic detail at the characteristics of all deliveries we would anticipate to the building and, and looked at them by land use and then tried to think, well, what kind of um, deliveries would this land use attract? And actually, how can we um, make these deliveries more in a more sustainable way? Um, and, and without... Um, or either through consolidation, um, using alternative modes, and, and and get the volume of, um, of vehicular traffic right down, um, and then that's kind of followed on. And there's been a couple of other projects, and 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 I know I know colleagues have had a cargo bike centric delivery strategy for the Museum of London, and there's a there's a couple of other projects that we've looked at um, where we're really trying to push a predominant. Um, delivery strategy for the building via cargo bikes um, and um, that, that, that seemingly progressing in a positive way but it will be fantastic to deliver these schemes and to see it actually happening and then to go back and to monitor to make sure you know that the strategies that we um, we're devising are, are deliverable and effective. I think that's the best bit about what we do isn't it is that it does have an impact on, on daily lives of, of people at the end of it. So thank you for sharing the stories, David. Um, when this podcast goes live at the end of November, um, we're hoping to have 10 landmarks sort of live in our brand new Momentum City to celebrate Momentum's 10 years birthday. And for our listeners, if you haven't already visited Momentum City, um, please do drop by at momentum-city.com. And one of the things that we've noticed when putting the landmarks together is that um, some common themes regularly come up, um, whether we're talking about our perfect museum or our perfect commercial development or university or hospital or train station. Um, Surprisingly, or maybe unsurprisingly, words like permeable or accessible, comfortable, green spaces, sustainable, keep coming up all the time. Um, is it is it true, David, that all these spaces have these commonalities, and and why would you say that is? Yes, um, absolutely. I I, I don't think. Um... I think it, it it is true that that um, that different spaces serving different purposes within cities have um, have these commonalities, um, and I think the commonality is all around people. Um, we're we're a people focused um, consultancy, but people cities are populated by people, and whatever land use it is that we're helping to design for, um, they are all pretty much used by people and, and that goes to from the extremes of um i don't know warehousing in um central warehousing 
um, dark kitchens or, or what have you, people will work in them, people will need to access them and people will need to use them. Um, so, yeah, it's it, and, and just taking into account how people get to and from those spaces and how vehicles and and um, things get delivered to and from those spaces. So I think that's the commonality with it. And then it's um, taking that individual building or space and it's um, distinct urban context um, and using that together to, to plan what's the right solution for that particular space or building. That sounds, um, yeah, really really relevant isn't it you know it, it like you said it is all about people in terms of what we do um how it connects all together um if we're if we're looking at a bit of that element in in a microcosm and, and looking at sort of the client focused element of it um what are your key thoughts on implementing elements that you were discussing about and, and the key challenges facing our clients at the moment with regards to implementing elements like that and uh, I guess following on from that, how would we then be looking to reflect that through Momentum City? Thank you. Um, I mean, challenges at the moment. It, it certainly seems that for the past um, for the past six years, we, we've had um, game changing challenge after game changing challenge, and uh, you know, whether it's been been Brexit, been um, the pandemic, um, through to um, to a war in Europe, and the um, the cost of living crisis, energy crisis, etc. Um, sustainability coming through much, much more strongly. Um, so I think, you know, for our clients, there's a there's a big, big challenge in that that uh, there's a huge amount of pressure now being put on retaining existing buildings. And um, and I think I think one of the the key challenges as we move forward is is finding a way that um, that where a building is suitable for refurbishment and to be retained, that we find a way to do that. And um, but also when um, there that, that there is some openness to to redeveloping in in those circumstances when the circumstances are right, and that we don't ever get close to shutting the door on that because um, you know in in some instances it really really is necessary. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I guess that's probably not just the building as well. It's the space around it and outside it and everything yeah, that links into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Dave, for um, talking us through those key challenges. And we've looked at what's happened over the past 10 years. And I guess um, my question to you now is, is looking ahead to the next 10 years, what's coming for the world of transport? Um, well, it's it's a it's an exciting time. Um, there's, um, I, I think we have to we have to look beyond technology and, and remember that an electric car is still a car. Um, it it is a big thing to um, transport one to four to five people. Um, so that that's a that's a key challenge that's going to remain but i mean in terms of looking forward for how transport's going to going to change it's going to be about consolidation promoting further active travel um looking at people movement how freight is moved around in cities um and trying to push forward on those on those strategies about um, that, that can drive down vehicular use but while still having a responsive delivery um service to to for, for 
the delivery of things in cities um, and generally that theme of reclaiming space from the car. Um, I also get quite excited with regards to technology and thinking about how demand responsive transport might be coming and we might be going beyond 10 years here but um, thinking about how driverless automated minibuses might be moving around how they might have flexibility within them for one journey to be a minibus and for another journey to be um, a, a, a van or a delivery vehicle um, so I think I think there's some really really interesting and exciting opportunities on the horizon which makes our job very exciting. I, I think so. And, and we've talked about the sort of environmental shock and, and the need to change our practices. And I think we sometimes don't really talk about the demographic one that's that's coming our way as well in terms of aging population and the, the, the mobility needs that are associated with that. And, and clearly there's a role for public transport um, supported by tech to assist, um, to assist in in helping us move and then achieve um, what we, you know, going where we want, where we want to go with different ways of doing it. David, thank you so much for yeah. joining us today. Um, it's been a real pleasure to hear about your experiences for the past ten years, and a very, very happy birthday to Momentum. Thank you very much. Thank you both. Uh, this has been really enjoyable. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. It's, it's been very insightful. Um, and we also hope you, the listener, enjoyed our conversation today. If you did, please be sure to subscribe to the series so you don't miss any of our future conversations. We'd also love to hear from you with any thoughts and ideas. Uh, as always, we'll be keeping the conversations going on LinkedIn, where you can find us at Momentum Transport Consultancy and Momentum Transport Canada. And from all of us at Conversations in Momentum, bye for now, and we'll see you next time.